Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. People are starting to think about traveling again. And if you are someone who likes to go to destinations that immerse you in a unique culture and provide an experience, you'll enjoy our conversation this morning. Natasha Spokes, CEO and founder of Far Closer Travel, helps travelers plan their trips. But her company has a different model than what other agencies offer. She's here to tell us about all this this morning. Good morning, Natasha. Good morning. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, and good morning, Natasha. Good morning. It was very, you got me all pumped up about taking some kind of exotic vacation when I was looking through your website. Uh, So tell us a little bit about how your agency is different. Amazing. No, and that's our whole goal is to get people pumped to travel again. So it's great to hear. (laughs) Um, yeah, so far closer travel really is different from sort of the main street travel agencies that you see out there and that we try and connect people that are, you know, looking for a bit more of an in-depth experience when they travel. So, you know, totally appreciate there's a time and a place for those all-inclusives where you just want to go lay back and relax, but we're really focused on, um, you know, showing people the beauty in the world and the beauty in the people that are out in the world. And we do that by going out and looking for those really unique travel opportunities that um, are offered by local tour operators around the world. And they can really show people those sort of off the beaten track experiences so that they can get, um, you know, in depth with the cultures and the, and the people of those places that they're visiting. And they can come back with more than just the, the Instagram picture that, you know, everyone else already has. Yeah, right. So how do you find those how do you find those operators? Is that you having to go to every location or how are you managing that? I mean, I wish it was me having to go to every location. That would kind of be a nice perk of the job, but mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of it right now is research. So me and my team will will go out and there's so many, you know, fascinating travel groups out there that um, you know, whether they're geography-based or um, a type of travel-based, we can go out and we can sort of do our research and find out which ones fit our model. Um, but lately, actually, we've actually had a lot more incoming interest in, in being on the platform. So I think we really hit a nerve with uh, a group of the travel agency that's typically been underserved. Um, and they're really looking for a way to get their trips out to more people. So we've been fortunate in that way that um, a lot of our partnerships in the past few years have actually been coming to us. As uh, Tara said, uh, something fascinated here on on your website. What fascinated me was, I think it's the first time I saw a page that says about you and not about <laughs> us. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit about you? Meaning us, the client. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's something that we found too, right? Like there's so many um, sites out there that are just focused on what the company does and who the company is. But um, as you've obviously noticed, far closer travel sort of caters to a a very specific um, type of traveler. So we wanted people to make it easy to sort of self-identify as being far closer travelers. So that's what that page is all about. How did you identify that there was a need for a company like Far Closer Travel? Why did you start up? Yeah, great question. So I was actually living in Australia at the time and, um, you know, really wanted to see the Southeast Asia part of the world. I'd never visited that part. And 
um, a couple of years prior had had the opportunity to go to Venezuela. My sister-in-law is Venezuelan and she and my brother got married down in Venezuela. And when we were there, we had the chance to sort of experience the country from a local's perspective. Um, her family was just incredible hosts and really showed us, you know, what it meant to live in Venezuela and where the locals go. And it was just such an enriching experience that it, it changed what I looked for when I was looking for travel. So when we were in Australia, I was looking for something similar in Southeast Asia. Um, Vietnam was sort of on our, our target list, but it was so hard to find something, you know, that kind of matched that local feel, but gave us the confidence to book. You could spend days online searching and, you know, you might come across some things, but oftentimes you were left to, you know, wire transfer $3,000 to someone that you would hope would show up at the airport once you got there. And just sort of indicated that there was a, a gap in the, um, in the industry. So while I never really initially set out to build a business from it, I identified that there was something missing there that I thought could be improved. Um, on the flip side, with my geomatics engineering background, I'm, I've always loved maps. I've loved, you know, just exploring the world through maps when I can't go there in person and thought that, you know, it would be really cool to see where these different trips are on a map. So just on my it's also, own, che- it's also cheaper that way, right? <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> I mean, during COVID the past couple of years, it's come in handy. So, um, mm. but it was, it was really through that experience and then finding a different way to visualize trips that, you know, things started gaining momentum and um, I started seeing that there might be an opportunity here. And then back in uh, 2016, I actually had an opportunity to be a travel consultant with one of these main you know, the international travel agencies. And I thought maybe there was a opportunity there, but quickly realized after being able to kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit that, um, you know, there was this entire segment of the market that really wasn't being served. And that was really the impetus to, you know, put my hat on and see if that was something that I could solve. You know, we cannot talk about the travel agency, uh, the travel industry without uh, talking about COVID and uh, yeah. especially the last two years. And, and looking forward, uh, I think this morning WestJet announced that they're looking forward for a very busy summer. So how did you survive uh, the last two years and, and, and what, what do you see for moving forward? Do you see a flood of people already registering for, uh, you know, those uh, ventures and trips? Yeah, great question. And I'm, I mean... You know, to be honest, COVID has been really tough, but it's also forced us to kind of take the time to step back and really, um, you know, think about the value that we're bringing not only to our partner tour operators, but the value that we can bring to the travelers. So, um, you know, with people not being able to travel, we had to pivot to more of a inspirational model, right? <laughs> Trying to get people excited for what they'll be able to do when they can travel again. Um, but I think it's also caused people you know, to also step back and kind of reflect on their own values and what they look for and what they want to see when they travel. Um, And it's, I think it's actually set us up better going forward, right? There's, um, you know, people are craving connection. People are craving those more meaningful experiences. They want their money, you know, to, to be worth more, to get more out of their money. And I think we, you know, will fit nicely into those plans so 
while I do think there will be some hesitation for people to, you know, maybe take some of these more adventurous trips and it'll, it'll take a little bit more time to get there. Um, you know, we'll be here for, for that journey to help inspire people and then get them ready when they are ready to go travel. So when you talk about adventure, am I supposed to do a zip line or no bungee or like, I'm trying to figure out. You don't look very excited about those options. I'm scared. You? You're not scared of anything. No. And it's, it's not necessarily like that, that high adrenaline type of travel. So, um, It's really the, I mean, it can be, but we're really focused on those multi-day trips where you can, you know, build a bit of a relationship with the tour operator beforehand because they don't necessarily carry that, you know, big multi-million dollar brand name, but where you can show up at the airport, you know, that you'll be in good hands and you can go on a, you know, a five to seven day trip through the region with this local expert. It doesn't mean that you're going to be bungee jumping or or zip lining, but um, you're just seeing a different part of the country than, um, you know, a lot of the, the traditional big buses will take you to. <laughs> I see. So we have about a minute left and it, just wondering if you could just give us what the process looks like. So if I decide, all right, I'm going to go for something culture based and I'm going to try this out. I go onto the far closer travel website. What's the process from there with how I find my adventure? Yeah, great question. So we have a number of filters that you can use to refine what you're looking for. So if it's, you know, a particular region you're looking for, a particular date, you can do that. Um, But we also have themes. So if you're looking for a wine tour or you're looking for that cultural tour, you can narrow it down by that. And then you'll see a list of options for partners that we've gone through and we've done some due diligence on to make sure that they are legit. And then depending on your comfort level, we can either connect you directly to that travel provider if you want to book directly with them because we understand that's what some of our um, travelers want to do or you can book through our platform as well so you know go through the typical steps you would on a travel website um, pay with us and then we'll transfer that money to the operator 14 days after you travel just to again give that peace of mind that uh, you know you're going to have a great trip All right, we are going to take a quick break. We are with Natasha Spokes, the CEO and founder of Far Closer Travel. After the break, we want to find out some of the best-kept secrets for travel around the world. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. And we are back with our guest, Natasha Spooks. Natasha is the CEO and founder of Far Closer Travel. And we were mentioning earlier that we have the travel bug so if you, if you go onto the Far Closer Travel website, you too will likely be bitten by the bug. And yeah. not many of us have had these kinds of excursions over the last couple of years. When, when we travel by ourselves, we always ask the concierge for restaurants. And when he gives us the list, we say, okay, where do you eat? And then yeah. we go to the restaurants they eat, mm. not yeah. to the ones and he sends us. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly the value that we're trying to to make more accessible, right? Like those local insights that you don't necessarily get through the big the big operators. 
So could you fill us in, give, give us like, take us behind the veil a little bit and give us some best kept secrets about places that you can't believe there aren't more people traveling yeah. to. Yeah. Where should we be going? Oh man, there are so many options out there. It's hard to narrow it down, but I think it's really interesting. Um, some of the companies that we came across are, you know, they're offering trips that people look for, but they look for elsewhere. So just an example, right? If you think of going on a wine tour, right? You might think of, you know, going to Italy or Spain. Um, we have a tour operator that's based in Uruguay and they do wine tours in Uruguay, which, you know, isn't necessarily the first place that comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but they have this really rich culture down there. You get to obviously enjoy some really good wine, um, but then get to see what, you know, life is like um, for locals in Uruguay. And I think it's, it's really finding those experiences that still match what you're personally interested in, but taking you somewhere else to get, you know, an added value of, of the culture and the people from a different, different part of the world. Do you have any of uh, excursions that we'd be surprised are actually in Canada? We actually have some really nice um, trips on the west coast of Vancouver. Um, they, you know, take you around some of the islands in a canoe. So they're not, you know, our trips aren't always in hotels even. Um, this is more of a, a camping trip for the budget friendly, um, you, should, you could say, but really they're going out and they're kayaking around islands and they're, you know, fishing and getting some of that more um, wilderness experience. We've got some trips in the Eastern part of Canada. So, you know, up along the St. Lawrence and um, so those smaller towns that, um, you know, you hear about, but wouldn't necessarily um, think of when you're thinking of vacation. Mm-hmm. But again, because our partners, kind of work out all of the logistics for you. You sort of fly into an airport and they look after the rest. It's a really great way to see some of what we've got in our backyard, which again, I think has been, um, has come to the forefront a little bit more during COVID. And East Canada is in hotels and motels or also camping? I want to know if I'm in my hut. These ones are more in lodges and hotels. So there's a good, um, good okay. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> Awesome. So do we, do, can we come to you and say, okay, I've got a thousand dollars. That is my budget. I cannot go over that. And you work with that budget or how, how does that work? Yeah, we certainly can. When you get a trip to Lethbridge. Maybe the way you uh, travel. <laughs> um, absolutely. So we do have, you know, a range of budgets, a range of travel styles on the website, you know, from, um, you know, a few hundred dollars up to, you know, $10,000. So um, we've tried to design the website so that it can be fairly self-serve, but we're also here to help. If, if you're really not sure where your budget can take you, um, we, we're happy to walk you through those, those steps and provide some suggestions. Where, where, where do you see, um, like, let's say, what are the top five destinations that you see that pe- from people that come to you or go through your website and, and register for a trip? Where are the f- top five destinations oh, in today's that's, world? That's a great question. Um, so we see a lot of interest in um, Tanzania sort of area, lots of people that are wanting to do Kilimanjaro. Um, we have some fantastic local tour operators that offer those types of trips. Um, we have... Climbing the, Kilima, climbing the Kilimanjaro? Yep. 
Yep. Okay. So that's in? maybe more of your bungee jumping. Uh, yeah. If you're in, I'm in, Tara. I would do that. <laughs> okay. Done. I think I just, I'm not going to walk away from that challenge. Okay. Done. Okay. All right. Let me know when you're ready to go. <laughs> exactly. Um, we know who to call. Absolutely. Sorry, we interrupted you. No, that's okay. Um, Morocco is another popular one. Lots of beautiful scenery there. Incredibly rich culture. Um, Argentina has been coming up quite a bit lately. Um, and Colombia as well. Again, not maybe the first thing that would come to people's mind, but beautiful country, incredible experiences. Um, maybe a little bit more adventuresome than some people might be looking for, but um, we have one tour operator that does motorcycle tours through Colombia, and um, it's bumped up my list the more I've, I've looked at it. Um, and then, yeah, Vietnam, Thailand are other big ones out there. One of our, sorry, I'm just gonna, I love this one. Um, one of our operators in Thailand actually teaches their travelers how to drive a tuk-tuk, and then they go on like a 10-day tuk-tuk tour through the mountains of, of Northern Thailand. Um, so again, just a, just a different way to travel. Right. By the way, I just want to kind of let everybody know that Tara has wrote down the list of locations. So <laughs> Kevin starts saving. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, which is the most economical of all of these? Okay. So let's say somebody has been saving forever and maybe they're going to go for that 10,000 splurge uh, yeah. vacation. Where where are they going to go and what are they going to get? Tell me one of the ones that you have booked that you've just gone, this is over the top amazing. Oh, man. Um, a lot of those more expensive ones tend to really focus in on a, a particular interest. So we had some quite high-end uh, photography tours. Um, wow. One of them, again, that bumped up my list um, was in Serengeti National Park. Right, you oh, actually bet. go on the trip with professional photographers and you, you know, they help you frame your pictures and get the right exposures and all of that type of stuff, obviously, so you can bring them home and, you know, print them up giant and put them on your mantle so everyone will ask about your trip. Um, <laughs> obviously, you know, as soon as you get up to some of the more luxury type standards, those prices will go up. So we've had trips in Croatia, again, not the first sort of wine um, culinary destination that might come to mind, but um, they take you through on basically a culinary tour of Croatia. You stay at really top end, exclusive uh, resorts and, and hotels. Um, so that's a splurge one that that I would love to do as well. I've heard in Croatia that I have friends who have uh, rented a boat and they've yeah. just they've spent a whole week on the boat around Croatia and they just loved it. Yeah. Um, incredibly beautiful scenery. Um, I think one of our tour operators does something similar. You can, you know, there's a little bit of land base, there's a little bit of boat, there's a cycling component on some of the islands. Like it's an incredible mix of, of experiences. Christina, we have about 90 seconds uh, before we have to conclude our show today. And um, to summarize, you know, um, you have you basically say that or kind of you give a unique experience um, now that everybody's looking to do something maybe this year maybe next year what 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 do you kind of suggest people will go when they go on your website what should they look for what 
should they follow and what how do they contact you great question thanks for asking i think um you know again people have had a lot of time to reflect over the past two years on you know what they want for for their lives and for you know more granular their travel experiences so i think coming to our site or you know any travel site come with an open mind um you know don't necessarily default to the the pictures that you see on people's Instagrams or, um, you know, the, the tour operators that can afford the multi-million dollar campaign. Oh, we're not, really supposed to, we're not supposed to follow Kim Kardashian for uh, <laughs> travel? I mean, you, you can, but I didn't send you there. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, there's an incredible opportunity that we have to experience different parts of the world and learn how other people live. And it might cause you to get uncomfortable with, you know, maybe some, some of the things that we think are important um, in our lives. And it, it, travel really has that potential to change your perspective on, on how you live and how you want mm. to live your life. So I think having that open mind when you hopefully come to our website, um, you know, to see what's out there and see what might be possible. We really want to help people make those connections um, with the people. So you're not just coming back with, you know, a phone full of digital cameras, but you're coming back with, you know, genuine relationships with um, the tour operators that, you know, took you around their country and showed you their home. And like our experience in Venezuela, right, it really changed how we, how we look at the world, what we think is important, and maybe the things that aren't so important that we thought were. Love that perspective. Natasha, thank you so much. Natasha Spokes, CEO and founder of Far Closer Travel. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges.